0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Totally Apprised, was always cool, a podcast with a dark secret. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly.
2: Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. You got Luke with us. What the fuck kind of podcast is this? Well,
0: the podcasters okay
2: are under a lot of stress right now.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. God... May the good Lord bless the Mitchum brothers
0: <laughs> in this life and the next.
3: In the next. Uh, yeah. Wow. What a
2: what a couple of guys. What a couple of dudes. Just just the greatest guys. Uh huh. Um, Luke, what have you been doing this week?
3: I've been playing that Pokemon. Yeah, that came out. It did. Yeah, got me a uh, what do you call them? Uh, Fuecoco. Uh, we've we've all, yeah, gotten the foi coco. Oh, do all three yeah. of us have a foi coco? Yes, all three true. of us have a foi coco. I was leaning Sprigatito, but Chelsea wanted a Sprigatito, so I was like, well, we well, should get go. the same one. Uh, I so. did
2: get a Sprigatito from Lexi, so nice, nice.
3: Um, I just like got mine evolved up to the final. I don't even know what the final one's called, but I got it. Uh, something
2: dirge. Yeah, it. uh it's not Skelladurge. It might be ske- it's probably called it Skelladurge. Is it skele- he's not very skeletal. He's kind of, he's got he's got some stuff.
3: He is ghost type.
2: Skeladurge. Like. It is Skelladurge.
3: All right. Yeah, uh I like that um he gets the fucking little like egg hat and then that hatches into a little bird friend. Yeah, he's a little bird guy. Yeah. And then the bird guy turns into a microphone. A microphone for him to fucking croon in. Yeah, I do love that for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, my game's got some issues. It's got it's a couple. Hard, hard to ignore them. I. But
2: also, it's not
3: that hard to ignore them.
2: <laughs> it's not that hard to ignore them. The core, the core is good.
3: Um, I, like I think if you're looking at that game, you're like, oh, uh oh. But most of it is, like, visual shit that's not, like, directly important, and it's fun to run around and look at little guys. I do love to look at little guys. That's kind of the main point of the games. Yeah. They should just, you know, if if they can't get their frame rate up, just make it all stop-motion looking. Call it a style. (laughs) (laughs) To know. (laughs) Call it an aesthetic.
2: It's not even that the frame rate is the problem most of the time. No, it's like the animation rate. It's just that things blink in and out of
3: existence. (laughs) A lot of pop-in, a lot of, like, level of detail stuff. Have you gotten the bit where, like, sometimes when you're approaching a mountain, like, it kind of just, uh... Starts
2: morphing? Morphing.
3: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh, distressing. Yeah. But, you know, I'm enjoying it. I've got some gym badges. I've got some... I... Okay. Now, I feel like now that I know what's going on with the sandwich guy, I'm gonna sound mean. But fuck that guy. (laughs) who arvin yeah uh how
2: far are you into his little deal
3: i know what he's doing and i i feel a little bad for hating him uh i don't but what how far are you into his little deal i i forget if i have two or three titan badges okay yeah uh um, i've seen he, why he's yeah. cooking sandwiches yeah he's he's cooking sandwiches I just, I met him, and he's like, oh, you found the fucking legendary Pokemon that my mom wanted me to take care of? Well, I hate that thing. You want it? Yeah.
2: Oh. Uh, you you met my mom? I hate her also.
3: No, I have not met his mom yet. Uh, I haven't either, technically. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've just, like, talked to her on the phone. I've spoken to his mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar with her. <laughs> Oh, Mom, I don't want to raise this incredible, one-of-a-kind legendary Pokemon drawing on the mysterious energy of the Area Zero crater. I just want to make sandwiches. I just want a dog.
2: (laughs) Boring. It's a cute dog. Yeah, it's a pretty cute dog. I like that dog.
3: I like that dog way more than I like its owner.
2: Um... I'm gonna I'm gonna stop right here and be, Ashley, are you sure you don't want to say something like your like your uh ma- the macho man? I'm not
3: talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna guess that you have NDAs that didn't expire just because you got fired.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, and also I was just like eh, I don't know if I want to talk. I haven't played a lot of Pokemon in the wild, uh-huh. I just like kind of was like. It might just be good to <laughs>
3: Yeah that's Ease fair. back
1: on this one. That's fair, that's
3: fair. That's fair. Well, other than Pokemon, I have also been playing uh Pentiment, which came out uh yeah. I think last week. Uh to so like an obsidian game on Xbox Game Pass.
2: It's on the game's pass.
3: It's on the game's pass. Um it's pretty good. It is like a uh I think RPG is too strong of a word. It's like if you had, like, a Telltale game on one end of a spectrum and had, like, Disco Elysium on the other end, it is much closer to Telltale, but it's, like, not on Telltale, you know what I mean?
2: Okay, sure.
3: Like, you've got different dialogue options, and you have, like, you're picking background uh, shit about your character as you go that is, like, introducing new dialogue options. It's like, oh, you know, I'm good at, like, this thing, so that means that I can, like, speak to this when it comes up in conversation. Um you are playing as this uh medieval um I, I don't like illustrator i guess would be the the term an artist um who works on like manuscripts cuz this is from before the time when you could just print books right. so you just had to have a guy sit there and write a book if you wanted a copy of it
2: that makes sense
3: yeah uh huh uh so you are like a, like, training artist who has, like, sort of taken up residence in this church abbey that kind of rules over this small town in, um... I forget what European country it is. It's uh Bavaria? One of them. One of those... I want to say hung It's not Hungary. I believe it's... It's one of those Bavaria. like that. I believe it's Bavaria? <laughs> yes, it is Bavaria. Thank you. um And, uh, so you're just sort of hanging out with these monks who are all working on, you know, like, prayer books and Bibles and stuff, and you have to sort of chip in on that so that they will give you sort of time and space to work on your masterpiece, which I had to, like, realize an hour or so into the game, like, oh, right, they keep calling it a masterpiece because that is, like, a technical term, and, like, you have to make that to become a master artist officially, right? Okay. Sure. It's not just, I've got a fancy book I'm trying to make. Yeah. Um. So, and it's it's a lot of, like... Early on, sort of navigating the church politics while you're also sort of staying in the town, and they have opinions about the abbey that like rules the town. Like, you're staying with a peasant family, and they're like, Yeah, you want, hey, when you go up there to work, can you like fucking tell them to stop taxing us so much? We cannot pay them. Yeah. You're like, I, I pro, I mean, I guess I can. I don't think they'll listen. <laughs> I'm just a guy. Um, yeah, and then a murder happens, and you have to solve a murder, which is yeah. one of my favorite things to do, so I'm I'm all on board. Yeah.
2: Yeah. This is yeah. when it goes to the Disco Elysium side of the scale.
1: Sure,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, my, could, yeah, go ahead.
1: Uh, my current D&D character lived, like, because they're a dwarf, so they lived for a long time, like, lived a century as a monk. Uh-huh. And so I constantly make jokes that I have written a book. (laughs) (laughs) Like, not, I did not, you know, originally write it, but I have rewritten it. (laughs) Right. Um, Whenever, like, someone like, oh, yeah, like, you know,
3: I think, you know, Tom worked on that or whatever. (laughs) Right. Uh, I, well, I was setting up my background. Um, Part of it is like, so you went to a university, but you did not finish your doctorate. Uh, but, like, what did you study before falling out? And I put in uh, law. I was almost a lawyer, but then that didn't happen. And what would you do in your free time? I was just a rap scallion. I was out there doing, uh, you know, petty crimes and uh, whatnot. And, uh, okay, what kind of skill do you have? Like, you can have logic and reason, or you can have, like, you know, this or that. And I went, oh, I'm good at or- oration. I can, like, give really convincing speeches. I'm like, oh, fuck, I kind of just made Saul Goodman, huh? All right, I'm just Medieval mm. Saul Goodman now. Yeah, <laughs> gonna solve these murders. Um, get in a lot of trouble with a lot of people.
2: Uh, yeah, I think that's how those games are supposed to go.
3: I finished the first chapter. I sort of solved the the first, I guess, the first murder. I don't know how the rest of the game is gonna go. Um, and I kind of like stopped it. it was like, oh wow, okay, so I, I'm like, you know, in really deep trouble with like the leader of the Abbey. But that felt like practically unavoidable he was very mean to me from the start so that's probably just basically how this goes then again an achievement like oh you finished chapter one out of favor with the abbey 15 percent of players have earned this achievement <laughs>
0: like oh uh-oh,
3: Look what you've uh-oh said. i goofed it <laughs> uh yeah we're
2: gonna play that next year for journal
3: yeah that that'd be a good journal updated game yeah um, I, so far, thumbs up on Pentiment from me. It's got, like, a very good, like, you know, it looks like medieval art, and then you'll have bits where you open up a book, and you sort of walk into the illustrations, because it's all the same art style. It's neat. Pretty cool! Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I've heard I, nothing uh, but good things. yeah.
1: Yeah, and I, I saw what, uh, someone did where they were like, there's like a person that is not from bavaria yeah i think i know the person you mean he's like in i think he's african mm-hmm. and so he has a different art style than
3: right so you go into his bible and like the kids are asking like oh why are all the people in these drawings like why 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 aren't any of them of light skin and he goes well cuz this is what people look like where i'm from so this is how we draw people <laughs> like huh okay but it's like but it's the same stories though it's the same ones in your bible yes yeah. it's, it's neat
2: Uh, great. Okay, did you do anything else?
1: Nah, no, that's it, really.
0: Okay.
2: Ashley, what are you doing? What have you done?
1: Uh, well, ain't, ain't that always the the question? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I watched some movies. Okay. Uh, I watched uh, Last Action Hero.
3: Yeah. Uh, that's a goofy movie. I have not seen it's that movie since I was a kid, and I've only seen it once. But I I have fond memories of it. It's a it's
1: a really fun time. Yeah. And it like helped that I like watched like the Terminator movies pretty recently. Oh
3: sure. Uh
1: but it is just extremely uh like the first half of it is just this extremely on the nose action movie. Right. Uh and then like the second half that's more like, you know, in the real world. Mm hmm. Uh if, if you don't know what the movie's about, it's about a kid who gets a magical movie ticket, uh, and enters the world of a Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, uh Jack Slater four. <laughs> uh which is just a parody of basically of every single uh you know, 80s action movie.
3: Yeah, it's basically just Jumanji, but with action movies instead of The Jungle.
1: Basically, yeah. Uh, and it's got a bunch of, like, crazy cameos, like uh, Robert Patrick plays the T-1000 again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and Dan DeVito is a cartoon cat. Hell yeah. Uh, and it's just kind of a, a fun, goofy time. There's a lot of product placement, which I thought was very funny in the Mm -hmm. first half. uh, In a way that is, like, clearly intentional. Right. Uh, But in the second half, uh, Jack Slater comes out of the movie, and he does, in fact, meet Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) uh, Who he hates. (laughs) Because he's like, I just want to be a cop in all of these horrible, like over like over the top action adventures happen to me sure and, like in every at the beginning of every movie a, a, someone I love dies to start the movie and the joke is that by the fourth one it they've gone through so much of his immediate family it's his favorite second cousin <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it's a fun time. Uh, I also watched Bullet. What's that? Uh it's the Steve McQueen movie that is like uh it's like from 1968 and it has kind of what is decided to be like one of the, fir- the first modern car chase. Oh okay. Uh and I thought that Bullet was the name of like the car or something. But no, yeah, it's same just the, the guy. guys. Yeah. it's the name of the guy of <laughs> course it is I was just very confused by that <laughs> uh just because that's not a, that's not a name
2: they don't often name the movies after the car the guy drives not cop movies I, at least
1: yeah it's just because like the the, the car is such a big deal <laughs> uh anyway uh it's kind of slow and it didn't really do much for me. Uh, Mm. The the chase seems cool, but I don't know. (laughs) It's fair. Uh, And then I watched A View to a Kill, uh, the James Bond movie, uh, which I think I've talked about before. It's got uh, Grace Jones in it, who has super strength because she's Grace Jones. right? Uh, That movie's so fucking dumb, and I love it. Uh, I also have continued playing Dead Cells, they did their big update and then immediately broke a section of uh, the Switch version that I haven't completed yet. (laughs) Oh no. Smooth. Uh, But they just fixed that, so I'm going to start playing again. There you go. Uh, But yeah, no, it's been uh... a. I'm enjoying it, and then also I got Pokemon and I got the Fire Crocodile. Yeah. Little
3: guy. Good times. Little guy.
1: He's got no, he's got no thoughts in his head. Would, None. Would, would
3: you name your your Coco, Ashley?
1: I named it. I don't. I think it's like. and it's like named after a, a specific type of uh, hot chili pepper.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I also I named mine habanero. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I just named mine Stompy because he's got two little stompers.
3: He do got two little stompers. That's true. Stompy. Now that he's evolved, I might need to rename him to he's Ghost got Four Pepper. Little Stompers.
2: Well, four big stompers, I guess.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Most he, he gains them
2: on,
1: go f- go from bipedal, you know, like go from four leg to two leg. That's true.
3: He's really blazing a trail. Yeah, he's
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> the- he's blazing a few things. <laughs> he's breaking the mold. Um. Yeah,
2: I love him, Little King. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't know any. um he doesn't
3: know anything. No. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> He's got no thoughts. It's great. Well, have you found the fucking the like mouse friends Pokemon? Yes. Oh yes. uh, like Mouse I, uh, Yeah. Yeah. They're they are small and in love. Yeah, it's just two two mice. And then once you get to I think level twenty four, it will randomly evolve. It will not like notify you. You'll just look and it's now there's four of them.
0: <laughs> or two of, or, or three of them, or three. Yeah,
3: I, I got four of them, but yeah, apparently it can also be three. I just love. No, while while you weren't looking, they snuck off to fuck, and they've got two kids now. They've got kids now. <laughs> I mean, with the like
1: the picnic, uh, right? You know, that's how you get, uh, you know, eggs now. Yeah, that's just kind of a, a the thing in all
3: with all Pokemon now. Right now, they're all just doing it behind your back. It used to be you put them in a, a pen and. Th- there was an understanding about what was supposed to happen now now they just do it while you're not looking you i guess you got to eat the egg power sandwich which i don't know what that implies in this metaphor i don't um
2: i i fully i don't fully understand what egg power is and i don't care to find out frankly
3: it increases the likelihood that one of that your Pokemon will bone down and give oh, you an egg wait that's it yeah okay sure great yeah and, thanks
1: and, because all the other Pokemon eat it, it is an aphrodisiac. I guess.
3: <laughs> I that was also the conclusion I had drawn, and I didn't really want to say it out loud. Yeah, well, <laughs> I did. Uh, I, I,
1: people realize this on Twitter. You know why they're called the herbs you find on the Herba Mystic, uh, Mystica.
3: Uh, no, why?
1: Because they're HM's.
3: Oh yeah. They are kind of. It's
1: really
2: funny that they put HMS on a like separate critical path.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: I don't think you actually need them technically to finish the game, or Um, Airpods finish the the game.
3: I didn't go in, but I did find a cave to the like psychic gym town that had a sign of like you can't make it on your bare feet. Oh really? Yeah. So okay. But that might just mean you have to make a big. jump That might just mean you might have to make
2: a jump. Yeah. I I don't know. I just kind of climbed up there. You just kind of got jump. Uh, yeah, you, the way the game, once you have all of them, you do some goofy shit with all of Sure. <laughs> with the guy.
3: I guess I won't spoil it. I mean, he's flying at the start, so I mean, I can make some assumptions. Um, no, it's goofier than that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, Is uh, it goofier than Arceus where, what's its name, the Sneasel Evolution tucks you into a little backpack and climbs up a wall for you? Uh, no.
2: Okay. No, it's not goofier than that. Um, anything else, Ashley?
1: No, that's it. What about you?
2: Uh, I beat Pokemon today.
1: Great. <laughs>
0: Congrats. <laughs> yeah. Thanks.
2: I, I finished it right uh, before we were doing this podcast. Uh, and I was about to go into the end, like the post game, the, into the, into the crater.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's... I-
2: the post game area.
1: I I would still define that as part of the main game.
2: The main
3: game is when you beat the elite four and the champion. That's that's the main game. I mean, I think they explicitly frame it as that not being the main game in this one. That's the main game. That is one of three things they tell you to do. Yeah, I did all three things, jackass.
2: But, okay, well but then the it main sounds like game you got told is a fourth thing. <laughs> yeah, technically, yes. You do. Have you seen get a, told to do a fourth role? thing? No, are there credits? Yes, there, I there guess is. there's. Okay. Okay, so it sounds like you haven't fucking beat Pokemon then. No, I pretty much beat it. If I turn it off right now, I would say I beat the game.
3: <laughs> you can say a lot of things. If you, hey, I, I, I can also say that I guess. <laughs> if you beat, if you beat the Pokemon
2: champion, I think you've basically you've you've beat Pokemon at that point. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm still gonna play it. Okay. All right, I'll go beat Pokemon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't think I was gonna get this kind of pushback on this. <laughs> the fuck? Listen, yeah, you I have to go help my Coridon overcome their trauma.
1: Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Uh huh. Yeah, it's I
3: important. know. Um. No, listen. You you never beat Pokemon because the single player is just the the on ramp to the highway that is competitive no. battling. Eh?
2: No, bud. No. No.
3: No. I've I mean, been I mean, seeing some stuff about you know, early shit with Gen 9 competitive battling, and it sounds like a very, uh, wild train wreck right now.
2: Yeah, it sounds Uh, like a mess right now based on what people have told me.
3: Shedinja can terastalize into electric type and then have a balloon to be immune from
0: ground moves.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's extremely funny to me that, like, the go-to of, like, Pokemon competitiveness is, like,
3: Oh, we're just banning these Pokemon because they're too—they're too good. <laughs> well, because if you don't do that, then that just means every single team has them.
1: Yeah, but I—I I don't know. It just is like—it's funny to go like, no, that Pokemon's illegal to me. Sure.
2: Now, to be fair, this is how all competitive games work. <laughs> also, that this, is this is not a Pokemon issue.
3: <laughs> and I mean, there definitely is like—it's not as popular of a of a like. Weight class, I guess, but there's people that play ubers.
2: All all juggernauts, no stopping. Yeah, with a haymakers yeah, you know, only. You, you
3: can go to fucking Pokemon Showdown and set yourself up with just a team of all like like box art legendaries, and you can go at it.
1: Yeah, it's just I I'm always just like I'm I'm the person that is like this is a okay game for babies. This is why sure. I, I, I find it, it is a game for
2: babies.
3: I mean, I yeah. find
1: it silly that anyone is like, <laughs> just like, no, like we, we're very serious, which is which is Luke. Yeah. Um.
2: That it's have you've seen when Jackson was posting those pictures of like the, um, of like the Pokemon tournaments.
3: Uh, probably, but I don't remember. Just very
2: goofy with two grown ass adult men playing Pokemon across the table from each other with, like, two uh, guys who are watching who are wearing, like, Pokemon outfits. Yeah. That just seems very silly. Well, yeah, you know. As somebody somebody who's played Magic the Gathering, it's all very silly. It's fine.
3: Right. Right.
2: There's no winning. We all look like fools (laughs) here.
1: The only way to win is not to play. The human condition (laughs) is fundamentally absurd.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I've been playing Pokemon, um, and then I got sick, and so I stayed home and I played Pokemon. You ever find out if you got COVID? No. Great. Still don't, I still don't know. Uh, I took, we, okay, so we had at-home tests, but they were all expired. Mm. Um, and I since... I was about to say, like... I was, I, I'm explaining? I, all our at-home tests were expired, and I have to get tested because I work at a clinic, Right. So I had to go get a PCR test anyway. However, we did that yesterday. And when I went in there, they were going to draw my blood. And I was like, you guys, it's not what I'm here for because they just send you to a lab. Oh, sure. And I like showed them the thing and the lady pulls out test tubes. It's like, no, that's no, no. (laughs) Hang on now. Please go back and read the paper I gave you. I want to leave my blood in my veins today, please. They don't. You can't find COVID in the veins. (laughs) As far as I know. Uh, I guess the antibody test, but that's not going to help you because right. I've had lots of boosters.
3: Right. Um,
2: so, yeah, I I did the swabs yesterday, but they have not messaged me back. And since it is uh, checking my notes, 7.35 p.m. the day before Thanksgiving, I don't think I'm going to know if I have COVID or not until like Friday or Saturday. Well, at least you're probably close for Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, we are close for Thanksgiving. Okay. So I'm just going to make my turkey uh, and eat it <laughs> at oh, home. Yeah.
1: Okay, I thought that they like told you there like now nah, you're good.
2: No, no, no,
1: no, no, no,
2: no. It's the it's like the real test where they have to wait for it to grow or whatever.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: So, yeah. Um, if I very much was like, why why are you grabbing test tubes, ma'am? You can't. No, please don't. She's
1: like, this isn't a
2: test. This is just for me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that's that's what my week has been like, is like, man, it's going to be really funny, uh, air quotes funny. I went to Chicago, I got on two flights, and I yeah. did not get sick, and then we had a going away party for one of my old coworkers. And I went out one time, and if I got COVID because of that, uh, yeah. I'm going to be a little irritated about it, but I, I mean, that's just how life goes, I guess. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think I have COVID uh i'd be more concerned if the sore throat i had stuck around yeah i yeah. i think i just have a cold or something uh because it, it again other diseases have not stopped happening uh and it's the winter now so
3: that yeah that's true i mean it's flu
2: it's, season it's flu season yeah and i had my flu booster yeah. and all that so you know i i have all my stuff i'm probably fine uh i just kind of feel and sound like shit but nothing yep. will stop me from talking about Twin Peaks season three episode sixteen.
3: Fuck yes. So uh you're David have Lynch to deal has been edging us for fifteen straight weeks.
2: David I'm here to cash a check, sir.
0: <laughs>
2: Pay up, motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's, that's basically, I've, I've basically just played Pokemon the whole time. That's, that's basically what I've been doing, uh, since I got sick, so.
3: Right. This week we watched Twin Peaks Season 3 Episode 16, a.k.a. Twin Peaks The Return Part 16, a.k.a. Twin Peaks A Limited Event Series Part 16, a.k.a. No knock, no doorbell. Yep. yep yep we open on a dark low frame rate highway the, That's right uh, <laughs> yeah the native habitat of Mr. C yeah Mr. C driving down this road and noticing the choppiness of the really fairly- oh, I really hope game Freak fixes this by the next one I really Richard. hope
2: they get it figured out every time I go near the water
3: the game just stops working look at this Richard it's basically unplayable. When you get I paid in the 60 water, goddamn it, dollars for this. When you
2: get in the water, it is almost unplayable. <laughs> Once that little guy learns how to swim and you go out in the ocean, it, uh-huh. it gets, like, borderline unplayable. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, so be it. I am,
3: like, shocked at how much it slows down. I mean, to be fair, I've, I don't have that, but I've looked out at the ocean, and it seems like it is just empty blue with nothing to do in it, so I can probably avoid that pretty easily.
2: There's stuff out
3: there. Okay. There's
2: there's some spots that have stuff out there.
3: That's, that's fair. Uh, yeah, Mr. C and Richard are just driving uh, somewhere mysterious, as he's wont to do. And they find themselves in an empty field uh, with the truck headlights pointed at a big rock. Yep. And uh, they get out of the I, truck. I y-
1: like to imagine, like, you know, Mr. C was like, we'll, we'll talk on the way. And then this entire opening, they don't, like, there's no, there's no talking, and I just, I really hope that that was, like, Richard Horn was like, so are we gonna talk? And then, like, Mr. C said nothing, and then they just sat there. (laughs) Uh Yeah.
2: That is 100% what happened. Yes. Almost certainly, they have not said a word to each other. Right. Yeah.
3: Uh, So they get out, Mr. C has a little, like, coordinates doohickey to verify the location. He's like, so, Richard, I'm looking for a place. Do you understand a place?
2: That's <laughs> the funniest question anyone's ever asked.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I
3: understand the concept of places, sir. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what about things? Do you know about things? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yep. Um, But uh, he explains the entrance to that place is at a certain set of coordinates, he has gotten coordinates from three different people, two of which match one another. What would you do, Richard? And
1: well, I, I'd i probably go to the one with the, the two that match.
0: Okay, you're My a smart boy. kid. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Turns out the two that match are up on that rock up there. Why don't you scramble on up there? He's <laughs> like, I'm 20 years your senior. Go check it for me. Listen to exactly what I want, or it's a death trap. And luckily I ran into a warm body on the way here, so get on up there, bud. (laughs) Go on, I'm your dad. (laughs) Um
2: I uh I told Ashley this, but uh in my head, when he asked like which one would you check first, I'm like well, the one that the person I trust the most gave me,
3: because at least yeah. two of those people want me fucking dead. So right.
2: I'm not are are the trusting two what Ray match.
3: gave me. I'm not trusting what Philip Jeffries gave me. I'm gonna trust the one uh, from the woman who I have in like my thrall. Who or I invented. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't think we so, ever
2: know which ones are which. I assume that the ones Diane gave him are the unique. Or it, I actually, hmm, I guess the ones Diane gave him are probably the right ones. Probably, uh, I was
3: gonna say we know that hers go to Twin Peaks, but this can't be that far from Twin Peaks based on what's about to happen. No,
2: because Jerry shows up. Jerry like, couldn't what's have so gotten
3: f-? that far. <laughs> I don't know. He's old and high.
0: <laughs> Who <laughs> fucking knows what kind of trouble he's gotten into?
1: Jerry's whole plot line is one of those things that makes like the time scale of this like extra
3: weird. Because like, <laughs> yeah, because Jerry must have been lost in those woods for like a week and a half.
2: Yeah, who knows?
3: Who knows? Uh, Uh, Huh, Because, yeah, he comes running up the hill uh, as they're approaching the rock. And he goes, oh, oh, people... He takes it as binoculars to get a closer look, but he's too high to use them right.
2: <laughs> he puts them on
1: backwards.
3: Backwards it, and only looking through one lens. Off. And
1: <laughs> he, he did, so he, I, I wanted him to go, good, they're far away.
3: <laughs> no, it, what he does instead is he sees, right, it doesn't work, they're very far away, and then he just kind of takes them off his eyes and looks at and goes, dear God.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How is he still this high Jerry (laughs) What the fuck did he eat What did you eat dude Uh... Jerry
3: you can't sell this
2: Um yeah you can (laughs) Or maybe he can (laughs) This shit will fuck you up for a week straight dude
1: You need to sell that in like Amsterdam or something you need to sell that At a place where you can like take a week off work Well we do know he
2: is international So yeah
3: yeah. Gonna go down to Burning Man make a killing on this shit
2: (laughs) Um so yeah so Mr. C sends Richard up he's like hey kid Go walk up on that boulder and tell me What happens and then he explodes
3: He takes a little GPS thing and like find the exact Spot and he goes I found it he just It's like he walked into a live wire At first yeah
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> and then the longer he stands there, he starts, like, burning up.
2: <laughs> Mr. C just looking like, him. Mm, yep. That, mm-hmm. you know, that makes sense. <laughs> yep.
3: <laughs> and then he, f- he just finishes melting, and Mr. C just goes, Goodbye, my son, and walks
0: away. <laughs> walks away!
1: <laughs> I'm just, I just watched that and go, like, man, what a dumb character. What a bad
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> character. I, I think now that we know how Richard ends, it's... It's not hard to imagine a version of this show that just doesn't have him. No, he could have picked up anybody on the street. Yeah. And, like, yeah, you could have done fucking... I, I get that part of the idea is, like, there's lots of random violence going on or whatever, but it didn't need to be Richard. It didn't need to be as much as they do with him. I've said it before. I, I think he's pretty hands-down the weakest part of this season.
2: Yeah. Uh. I guess that means he's not going to show up in the next two as, like, some weird lodge thing, so...
3: I mean, he did just burn up into uh, nothing, so yeah, I feel comfortable saying yes. He's that's a that series wrap on Richard Horn. That doesn't mean he didn't get lodged. Uh, that's fair, I guess. I, I'm sorry for spoiling the finale. It's
2: not. It's not like I'm not like worried about a spoiler.
3: I just,
1: you know, uh, yeah. was not yeah. sure that this was going
2: to be it. It. Uh, yeah. yeah, weird, weird character. Why bother?
1: <laughs> right. A lot of the people we see get lodged. We see pretty soon after be in the lodge.
2: That is true, uh, but I don't know what Audrey's fucking deal is yet, so...
3: That's true, we'll have to talk about that we'll, when we get to we'll the end of the episode. We'll talk about that when
2: we get to the end of the episode, but yeah, I I don't know. I think he's going around lodging dudes left and right. <laughs> he's just sending back little presents for Mike. Like, yeah, I'm not huh? coming back, but here's a little <laughs> and gift know what? Mike for you Mike doesn't ya. seem very fucking appreciative. No, he should be. Because he could be sending back nothing. Yeah. I didn't get you any creamed corn, but I did get you a lady. You're telling
3: me you can't dig some creamed corn out of Ray? Come on, man. That man looks like he's made out of cream corn. He is
2: made out of cream corn. Cream <laughs> corn and a fucking bowling shirt. Yeah. Anyway, uh, R.I.P. Richard, what a weird character. I think it's very funny that he just shows up and fucking dies, though.
3: Yeah. He kind of
2: gets wind <laughs> <laughs> He gets wind <laughs> Except David-, David invented him, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Look what you've done. At least he didn't try to convince me he's extremely cool.
3: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Richard was not playing chess.
2: No, he wasn't playing... uh, He was not playing Five Dimensions of Chess. He was playing I'm Gonna Be the Worst Human in History.
3: I'm not imagining if there was one scene where, like, he's sitting at a booth smoking or whatever, and, like, before he does something horrible, he just takes out his phone and, like, takes a move on chess.com real quick (laughs) so that we know, you know, that's the kind of guy he is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jerry's freaking the fuck out up on the hill. He's, like punching his binoculars because they killed a man <laughs> i thought he was mad at them because he couldn't see
2: that th- that they were working backwards i thought that's why Fucking he was mad at his binoculars bad, oh, I, I, I thought he assumed he murdered richard by looking at him with the bad binoculars <laughs> uh,
3: yeah <laughs> either
2: i, I, I would so believe too. either yeah i thought he was just mad because they weren't working right and he didn't understand why yeah
3: uh, so Mr. C goes back to the truck and just types a SMILEY emoticon and then the word ALL in all caps and then drives what off.
1: Motherfuckers typed a SMILEY. <laughs> With like a
2: little
3: like dash for the
2: nose. He's got a little nose. It's an old man smiley. Yeah. He's old enough for that.
1: Yeah,
3: that's a shoot Kyle McLaughlin tweet. <laughs> yeah, he, he sends that out regularly. Uh, meanwhile, in Las Vegas, uh, in Dougie's neighborhood, I feel like they turned up the Breaking Bad filter on all the, like, Lancelot court footage by 20% this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Is it just because that guy shows up with the guns?
3: I just like the color correction looks very Breaking Bad in all these scenes. Alright, I believe you. Yeah. Uh, Hutch and Chantal are just sitting out in their crime van waiting for Dougie to get home so they can murder him. Yep, and they're, and they got their, uh, painter's jump, jumpsuits on. Yeah. Hanging out. They, they're, they're just, just s- having fun. You know, they don't seem like they're having as much fun as they have been. They seem a little cranky. Well, it's because she's out of snacks. Well, she's, she's out of snacks, yeah. One. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: I just like them. Oh, yeah, I love them. Oh, yeah, them. they're the
2: best. Shame <laughs> about all this, but they're the best. Yeah, shame about what's about <laughs> to happen to them. <laughs> they deserve it, but...
0: <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. They're horrible
2: <laughs> people.
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> but
2: they're I the do. best horrible people. I do love them for it.
1: Yeah, I, I saw you tweeting like, "Oh, Chantal is very much like uh, Han from, <laughs> 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 but not in any actual way. Just that she is always snacky, right? <laughs> right. And that I love her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Those are the main two ways that they're the same. Uh, yeah, uh, just...
3: the the real uh, freak shit Chantal does in the scene is she has like a little like mini sized bag of Cheetos." finishes it, then reaches down and grabs an already open snack-sized bag of Cheetos and resumes snacking on that one.
2: Apparently she only eats like half a bag and then puts it down and starts a new bag so she could come back later and go, Oh, well, thank God I haven't finished the other bag
3: yet. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, but yeah, while they're just hanging out in the van watching, uh, the FBI pulls up to Dougie's house.
0: Like, they're like, who the
3: fuck are these guys? Yeah. And, like, the the cranky director guy just goes up to the door and starts knocking on it while Wilson uh, goes and tries to, like, peek through their window to see if anyone's home. He goes, no yeah. one's home, sir. Oh, How yeah. do you think of that, Sherlock? <laughs> <laughs> Wilson cannot breathe without his boss just tearing him a new asshole. <laughs> to be fair, he keeps saying
2: really stupid shit. <laughs> yeah That's <laughs> so all he does is stay
3: stupid shit Yeah then, Like they're walking away He's like whistles for everybody to kind of circle up He goes Wilson you son of a bitch Go grab a car and park somewhere to stake out the house
2: Yeah and then he goes over And starts doing some other stuff and Wilson's
3: still Just standing there <laughs> the, Yeah I told Which you Which is the point where I start to feel like okay maybe he's onto something with Wilson <laughs> he's like, yeah. you should have already
2: Been going to get the car dude Why are you just standing there Wilson you're not supposed to stake it out by standing in
3: front of it. And then That's he turns and like sees Wilson just start screaming at him to go, and Wilson gives him a look like, oh man. Oh man. D- fuck you, dad. Oh.
2: <laughs> it's like, dude, just be better at your job. It's yeah. a choice you can make every day. Mm hmm. <laughs> Maybe Wilson
3: can. I don't know, but. Yeah. Uh, they drive off, you know, Wilson presumably gonna circle the block and come back, but then again, that incompetent son of a bitch is probably gonna fuck this up too. Nah, he goes
2: and gets a- they go and get a different car. That's
3: true, that's true. Uh, we cut over to the hospital, where... (laughs) God damn it, now he's in a coma? Now he's in a fucking coma? I thought we were getting Cooper back, finally!
1: I- I saw this, I'm like, he is definitely waking up. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's gonna dramatically
3: rip out his IV. I did have a thought watching this last night of like, what if they just done it? What if they just said no? That killed him. <laughs> really funny. And he's just you get no Agent Dale Cooper in the return at all. No release. I,
2: I would have to. I would have to shrug and say, I, you know I gotta respect it. <laughs> <laughs> you son Listen, of a bitch, you got me.
1: <laughs> even with all of the things that I have not liked in this season, yeah, I have always respected the the. Whenever they do it and whenever they hint at doing of just being like, nah, we're right. just going to replay that. We're just going to play this like whole thing in full. Fuck you.
3: Oh, we're bringing Twin Peaks back. but well, what is that? Oh, you thought that meant, bring- oh, we're going to do all the old bits from the old show. Oh, oh, is this what you want? Is this what you want? You bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Tough do shit, fucking meet Duncan Todd. Meet Duncan Tog and Dougie Jones. They're
2: your new friends. Fuck Dale Cooper. Fuck Dale Cooper. Who's that? Eat shit. And then he's like, here, I got you some Mitchum brothers. And I'm like, well, this is way better.
3: Yeah. This is this is way better than what I had. You know what? Yeah, I did cook for you, you ungrateful fuck. But I made what I wanted to make, and it's good. So eat it. I hired Jim Belushi. <laughs> uh, yeah, J.D.E. E and Sonny Jam are just sitting here with the comatose Dougie. You know, and she's, you know, holding his hand, and Mr. Bushnell comes in to check on him. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I love Sunny really Jim thought... going, like,
3: Mom, Go d- do comas have something to do with electricity? No, sweetie, they don't. Bushnell cuts in, well, in this case, they did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this one did?
2: Thank you, uh... Mr. Bushnell.
1: Yeah, Sonny Jim well... is... is... Us trying to figure out what the fuck the symbology of this series is. <laughs> right.
3: Mom, I still don't understand what the electricity represents. Why is it always in the woods? I don't know, hon. You got
1: it's it does seem kinda like they just kind of threw this one on top of it.
3: Hon, <laughs> I tried to watch that four hour video and I got bored after fifteen minutes. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't gonna listen to it.
2: Uh I truly thought like the the old lady was gonna walk in here too. I thought it was going to be every fucking person who had interacted God.
3: with Dougie Jones. <laughs> that would be good, because yeah, then the Mitchin brothers come in, and the showgirls come in behind them. Right, and I was yeah. like, okay, so three had a detective next, or?
1: <laughs> that would have been really good, yeah. And then they all just go to Dougie Jones, the richest man in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if all acquaintance for
3: forgot <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the Mitchum brothers are here, you know, to pay their respects, and because you know they know this is a hard time to be going through. We've they, seen they, this before. <laughs> They've put people in comas before. We've put people in comas before. We know how it works. You know, you're you're worried sick. You don't want to cook, so we're we brought you two platters of finger sandwiches, and if you could give us your house keys, we're gonna go stock up your fridge for you. Which is all very sweet. Yeah, they're very nice. men. Yeah. yeah, they're men. very
2: nice evil men. <laughs>
3: Have we they seen will them do? murder
2: you without yeah, they a will, thought? But they also will murder sweethearts. You. They are.
1: <laughs> yeah. The last time we saw them do something that is like really evil is when they beat up that dude. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Who was in charge of the casino? I guess that's. I guess that's evil.
1: They I do mean, they run did a casino. They beat him very badly. <laughs> yes, they and, did, and, and then told him that if he was not out of the state, in like you know. A couple hours that he would be die- dead. Yeah, yeah.
2: But they didn't kill him. They didn't.
3: Yeah, uh, it's very funny. Yeah. They're like, well, you know, hey, all things considered, he looks pretty good. I, I, he'll pull through, it'll all be fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're, like, looking at Sonny Jim like, now listen, kiddo, you've got to eat. you got to keep your strength up, so have some of these finger sandwiches. <laughs> they walk in, and uh, they hand him the finger sandwiches, like, every kid needs a gym set. <laughs>
1: it's so funny. I, I, yeah, I, I like that, like, it's a it's a very realistic moment from JD where she's like, these are the men that got you your gym set. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like, oh, and then, like, so like, that, you know, like, the thing where it's like, whenever I'm introduced as a kid to, like, a... Extended family member I
0: yeah. haven't
3: met before. It's like right, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. In 15 years, Sonny Jim's gonna look back and be like, "Wait, those guys were part of the mob, weren't they? Yeah, those <laughs> <'cause> guys <laughs> were monsters. I had no idea. Was my dad a mobster? <laughs> well,
2: Sonny Jim, that's a complicated question. <laughs>
0: that's a very because complicated the answer is
2: question. yes. However, <laughs> uh huh, they're the legal mafia. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just well, yeah. Well, And also, he had a a doppelganger that also... (laughs) Well, you see, Sonny Jim, some might say that the biggest organized crime in the the whole country is... (laughs) Is law enforcement. And, you know, he was in that, so... Uh, I I just love... I I think it's Jim Belushi who's like, no, check these are finger sandwiches. They're good. You eat them with your fingers. That's why they call them finger sandwiches. <laughs> he's like well, these are finger sandwiches. He picks it up, and then you'll see.
2: That's see, you got it. They're finger sandwiches. Uh, so stupid.
1: So unlike other sandwiches, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, no, nice. oh, oh, go
1: ahead. Uh, I was gonna say that in Last Action Hero, uh, Jim Belushi is in it. Great, uh, and he goes. Uh, he. Is being interviewed on the red carpet of the new uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie in the real world. And he's just mm. like, yeah, no, I don't really like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, but my wife
3: loves them. So I guess I'm here for her. <laughs> God.
1: <laughs> the Columbo
2: of Arnold.
3: Yeah. Uh, it cuts briefly to Gordon Cole, who's just standing alone in that room. They've got all the ridiculous computer equipment in and he's just looking around at all these beeping monitors like, what the fuck is all this shit?
0: Well, what am I in- doing?
1: The beep goes from her, like the Dougie's uh, medical stuff into the beeping of the servers and then right back.
3: Yeah, it's like drawing a weird parallel between the the heart monitor and Gordon Cole's equipment that it doesn't really, what connection it's drawing there, it kind of doesn't make explicit, but yeah. Um, then, yeah, we're just right back in the hospital. Sonny Jim has to go to the bathroom, so Janie E takes him to, uh, you know, go find one. And Bushnell's left alone with Cooper. And, uh, is this where we get... Is this where things happen? No, this is where... This is where... Yeah, go ahead. He gets a call. Right, he gets a call from, uh, the intern at the office who lets him know that the FBI just showed up looking for Dougie. I
1: love this conversation. Yeah? (laughs) Where he's just like... The FBI won Dougie. Yeah, the FBI came. They won Dougie. The F- Dougie's wanted by the FBI. <laughs> like, they, <just> keep <laughs> they keep on, saying like, the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, back and forth. <laughs> I,
3: I wonder if that plays a little easier or a little more sensical when you don't have subtitles on because the phone dialogue is a little hard to understand. Yeah, but it's still like.
1: Bushnell, like, repeats it so many times. <laughs> yeah, I know, yes. you're right. That it's just really silly and funny.
3: Yeah, no, you're you're totally right. He's just like, ah, oh, geez. Oh, when they leave, uh, ten minutes or they said they were going to the hospital. Ah, oh, ah, oh boy. Bushnell just kind of like approaches Dougie, like, what? What's your deal, man?
2: I truly yeah. thought Bushnell was gonna like take all the stuff off him and then get him out of the building. <laughs> I thought he was going to. I thought he was going to smuggle him out of the hospital. Oh, that
3: would have been really
2: good <laughs> because he doesn't trust the cops. Right, right. It's it's explicit. He does not. So I thought he was just yeah. going to get him and go.
1: Right. That uh, would have been amazing. Bullet has a scene where people uh, smuggle someone out of a hospital, mm-hmm. and so I was like, oh shit, maybe this is going to be. Some- I could bring that up, and, but no, but now I can just bring it up. But now you brought Bradley
2: it up anyway. It. Well, yeah, right, I yeah, thought, yeah, I truly thought he was going to be like, well, we got to get him out of here. We can't let the FBI find him.
3: I remember at some point when I was going through like what people were speculating about when this show was coming out, so I read a post that just made me laugh. I'm like, well, obviously Wally Brando is going to show up, and that's how Cooper's going to get to Twin Peaks. Why in the world? Because he I mean, just traveling this great country of ours, and he'd end up in Las Vegas.
2: Uh, sure, I just don't know why you would do that.
3: Just have more I mean, Wally Brando, I think. I mean, yeah, that's my
1: dream.
2: There's <laughs> more Wally, but you want more?
1: I mean, we what we got was perfect, but... Yeah. I, I don't... I think that David Lynch could pull it
3: off a second time. Wally Brando left me wanting more, but I don't know if I'd be happy if I actually got more. I, I think they had I don't just the right work. amount of Wally Brando.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't think it would work. Wally Brando. Wally Brando.
3: <laughs> what a man, though. <laughs> so true. What a great man. What a man, what a man, what a money fine man. Hodge <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Chantal are still sitting in their van, bored, and she <laughs> just starts talking about hey, remember that guy, Sammy? Yeah, turns out he died. It's a shame. He was a nice guy. I owed owe him, him some money. I owe him some money. <laughs> Do you feel bad about that? <laughs> eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good.
0: Like, it was a very
3: Ashley delivery. On the way, he goes. Eh.
0: <laughs> that's true. I
1: didn't think about that, but that's very true. Uh,
3: they're just like the only couple that like actually communicate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, that's that's the power of their murder ability. Is just what a great married couple they are. And you know what? They show one weakness in that regard, and it immediately breaks them apart. The the one tiniest crack in their marital armor is what begins their downfall here. Yep. Uh, The Mitchum brothers pull up in a limo and a big delivery van. (laughs) Yeah. I I love watching Chantel just be like, what the fuck's going on over here? Yeah, Everyone,
1: like, like both the FBI, like, one, it's great that like, the FBI and, you know, Chantel and her husband are like fucking out here and like that's just, like, a very funny concept already, and then, like, everyone just seeing how fucking weird everything is.
3: Yeah, yeah. I also love how they can clearly tell the FBI came to stake this house out, and that, that doesn't bother them at all. We can no. still do the assassination, that's fine.
2: Yeah, they'll get it done, don't worry about it.
3: Oh, they left Wilson to watch? Ah, we know the Las Vegas FBI. Wilson's a dipshit, we can do this. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> Uh, But, yeah, the, like, Silver Mustang guys just start loading up a dolly full of food while the showgirls start bringing in more plates of food into the house. I love that they're doing, like, a strut up to the door, even though they're just kind of out here.
2: Look, they are paid for a service, okay? (laughs) Right. They have a job to do.
3: (laughs) They are always on the clock. Uh, I love them. Yeah. Uh, Hutch is like, Wait, is any of those Dougie? And Chantal is like, hey, stupid. Does any of those look like our boss? No. None of those are fucking Dougie. And Hutch is like, okay. Rude. Yeah, what's your fucking deal? You on the rag or something? Whatever the it was! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. they are like, okay, okay. Yeah, calm down. Like I said, yeah. Not, so we know they're on edge. They're not getting along the way they always do. No. And then this motherfucker pulls up. Yeah. Zawaski Accounting. A man from Zawaski Accounting Inc. pulls up. He's the <laughs> owner of the house they're parked in front of. Hey, you are in front of my driveway. We're, no near, f-
1: we're nowhere near
3: your fucking driveway. <laughs>
1: fuck you.
3: Go yeah. fuck yourself. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he's like, okay. But,
3: yeah, his driveway is fully clear, but he's just like, no, nah, you're too
2: close. Yeah, too, you're too close to me. And he's like, okay. I,
1: I I have visited people in. Uh, like you know, neighborhoods like this before. Uh huh. And have had to go out and move my car because i decided it was just too close. Uh huh. Uh huh. So this this all, everything that's about to happen is very accurate to my lived experience. Yeah. That's because yeah.
2: Florida is a wasteland. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Uh, uh. So this guy just full, says like, oh. full of heathens. <laughs> yeah. Not godless, but heathens nonetheless. But
3: heathens, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. This guy just kind of looks at them after they tell him to fuck off. He goes, "I move car," and gets back in his car and just starts ramming their van with his car, accomplishing nothing. Yeah, but <laughs> All he he's, he's doing gonna ruin is his burning tires. out his own tires. Yeah,
1: but he he accomplishes like they're gonna move it,
3: <laughs> right? Except yeah. Chantal's like, "No, nah, I'm just gonna shoot this motherfucker." Yeah, right. Pisses them off because they're already in a bad mood. So Chantal shoots him, and he shoots back. Yeah, he gets behind his car and pulls out a gun. Yeah. He gets like an oozy.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> I love the way she. Oh, he winged me. <laughs>
3: it's He's really me <laughs> So now they are in a full-on like gun slash car fight, and Wilson's just watching as like, this like, yeah, unfolds in front of him. Uh, uh, and this yeah. random fucking nameless nobody just guns both of them down. <laughs> While yeah, they're trying to drive away.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he shoots through the the van, hits Chantel, and uh, the other guy is, like, standing up trying to shoot back and just eventually, like, just gets enough bullets
3: in him for him to just kind of go down. Right. The Mitchum brothers come out of the house guns drawn because they hear all the gunfire. Uh, but then the FBI finally steps in and, like, arrests the accountant and they just kind of, like, Put, put the guns away. Put the guns away. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, I think Jim Belushi is like, yeah. like what the
1: what the hell's happening in this place? And he's like, and the other guy's like, people are stressed. People are
3: under a lot of stress. <laughs> people are Under a
1: lot of stress. And Jim Belushi's just like, yeah, that
2: does explain mm. all of this. No, they are. They are. They're under <laughs> a lot of stress. It's a, what the fuck kind of neighborhood is this? <laughs>
0: <It's> so good. <laughs>
3: everything about this sequence is just perfect
2: oh yeah yeah i
1: I said to molly i don't know if this is like my this isn't my favorite scene of the season no but it's good but i had to think about
3: it (laughs) It's, it's definitely in the conversation i agree uh this is a stupid thing but i don't know why not bring it up um that doesn't stop me before. <laughs> hasn't stopped me ever. I don't think this is correct, but it's it was it made me smile when I saw people talking about it. Do you remember way back uh, when we first saw Gordon Cole and he had like that fucking table full of evidence he was supposed to use to solve like who the murderer was? Yeah, he was like, ah, the congressman's dilemma. And it was like a couple of photos and like a jar of beans and an Uzi. Yeah, I- I've seen people think, hey, wait a second. This guy's a bean counter, and he has an Uzi. Is he the fucking guy that Gordon <laughs> Cole was trying to catch?
1: Uh, that'd be a funny way to go about this, but no. Yeah. Yeah, It'd be a
3: funny background joke, but, like, those are the only two clues out of, like, six yeah, that fit, Yeah, out of, fit, like, six, so, yeah, so... Yeah, I don't think it works. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, they <laughs> Wilson arrests this guy. Uh, the Mitchum brothers leave, and then, yeah, we cut back to the hospital where, um... The, yeah, like, the Mitchum brothers are like, we should put our guns away. We don't uh-huh. want... <laughs> uh uh-huh. Let's, let's, you know what? You know what we should do. Put the guns away. Let's go inside
2: for a minute, and then let's get the fuck out of here.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, back at the hospital, uh, Janie E and Sonny Jim still haven't come back. Bushnell is just sort of watching over Dougie, and suddenly he starts to hear the same mysterious ringing that's in the Great Northern. Yeah. Uh,
1: did you hear it this time, Molly?
3: I did hear it this time. Okay. Good. <laughs> I'm glad.
2: I don't. I, I think one. I don't know if it's louder in this scene, but two, uh, the air conditioner's put away now. Oh, sure. So, that's, oh, yeah. Yeah, so that is a lot, yes, yeah, so yeah. there's a
3: lot less noise in our room. Yeah, that, that sound is beginning to propagate throughout the whole show. The yes. same sound from the weird little codex that Major Briggs left behind. It's almost as if the show itself is approaching the moment where it's time to crack it open and get the secret message from inside of it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Keep going. The noise leads Bushnell out of the off, out of the hospital room, and Mike in the red room fades in over one of the chairs. I, why is he always looking up through a chair cushion? <laughs> it's because it's all he's got, man. Yeah. Uh, but suddenly, Cooper snaps awake and rips the breathing tube out and just bolts upright.
1: Yeah, well, you know, chairs are part of the red lodge, and thus every cha- chair is connected to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you sit in it just right. Yeah. Like a, like electricity and, like, you know, zigzags. Everything right. is connected.
3: <laughs> and uh, Mike just says, you are awake. And Cooper says, 100%. And Mike <laughs> just echoing the audience, finally. <laughs> <laughs> finally. I've been watching you for 12 episodes. It sucked. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching you like the Truman Show.
3: I was re what I was writing some real angry blog posts when you were doing those insurance papers.
1: I all of my Anna Cooper fanfic is ruined now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: Mike explains to him that the doppelganger did not go back into the lodge; he's still out. The way they're talking is like, "Oh, have they just kind of like
2: had a plan the whole time, and it got fucked up when he went back?"
3: Kind of seems like Kinda it. I mean, that makes like sense. Cooper said 25 years with Mike's probably the most normal guy he could have possibly talked to. Yeah, I mean, that's not saying a lot, but yeah. No, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> uh, and he gives him the Firewalk with Me ring. Uh, you know, we know how that works. You got to put it on the doppelganger to send him back. Yeah.
1: I got this from the
3: Twin Peaks store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, Cooper also asks Mike if he has the seed, and you Mike pulls Cooper, out- You Cooper, you
2: can't just ask
1: that. Yeah, let's <laughs> Cooper. <laughs> that's
3: pretty- Cooper, that's none of your
2: business.
1: <laughs> Come on, dude. He's like, I know it's no Nut November, but do you got that
3: seed? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, Mike pulls out the little gold marble that the original Dougie turned into when he went back to the lodge- and Cooper tells him that he needs him to make another one and pulls out a lock of hair for Mike to use to create another Dougie,
1: I guess. And Mike's it, oh, like, is All that, right, okay. got it. Yeah, totally.
3: Mike's like, yeah, sure, whatever, man. What else am I doing? It kind of looked like he grabbed something more
2: significant out of the back of his head. But yeah, I guess hair makes yeah. sense, too.
3: I think probably what he pulled was a piece of prop hair out of his head. <laughs> it just, yeah. the
2: way he holds it up, it looks like an actual piece of gold something.
3: Oh, I think it's just the way the light's hitting it.
2: It's probably just the way the light's hitting it. It just looks like an actual light. I was like, what the fuck is in his head? Yeah. Oh, I guess when he gives it to Mike, it looks much more like a piece of hair. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you're
3: saying now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Cause when because when uh, Cooper's holding it, it does not.
3: No, I, I see what you mean. Uh,
1: yeah, it... I I fully expected as he was digging around back there that he would, like, come up with, like, some, like, extremely uh low visual effect. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh thing where it's like and he's like here you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got this for you.
3: They do have a very low low-rent visual effect which is just he holds the object off camera and then it cuts to Mike taking it from off camera. Yeah. It's the same way that they did
1: the uh the uh Star Wars new sequels the
3: the Force Skype. Oh sure, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Cooper kinda tucks the ring under his pillow as Janie E and Sonny Jim come back in and Bushnell does too. They're like, Oh, you're awake and he's like Janie E, please go get the doctor and have them do an examination on me. Bushnell, hand me some of those sandwiches. I'm starving. I'm starving. Starving. It's really
2: funny. Bushnell,
3: sandwiches, (laughs) staff. Janie E seems a little hot and bothered that her husband's being so like forceful. Yeah. Oh, I'm not used to the side of you, Dougie. My god.
2: (laughs) Were you just asking some other man about
3: his seed? <laughs> uh, the doctor comes in and is like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? As he's, like, yanking his IV, I was like, doctor, give me an exam, you'll see that I'm doing great. Yeah, she's
2: like, I don't think this is a good idea, and he's like, I do, check my vitals, and then she does, it. She's he's like, I think
3: this might be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, you're <I guess laughs> well, fine, you, okay. Yeah. I'll go get your <laughs> discharge papers ready. Uh-huh. Janie, no. Sonny Jim, go get the car. I'll meet you downstairs. Yeah,
2: Bushnell, I need your fucking gun. <laughs> I like, need oh. that
3: thirty-eight snub nose you keep in that shoulder holster under your arm.
2: Well, if but you know where it is, does, I mean, is I'm gonna
3: give it to you. More
1: than okay with giving a gun under his ownership to someone
3: else. <laughs> well, not to anyone, to Dougie. I already saved his life. I wouldn't trust Dougie with anything. Especially <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and Bushnell is just a little flabbergasted, but he's just you know, he's glad his his friend's doing okay he's like, Can you get the Mitchum brothers on the phone for me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got sure. them on
1: speed dial. Yeah.
2: I got them, <laughs> I got them on speed
3: dial. <laughs> they gave me their personal numbers. And then he calls them and he goes, Hello, uh, is this Brad? Oh it's Rod. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't I just know you as Jim Belushi and the other guy. <laughs> I imagine just in his phone it just says the Mitchum brothers. Yeah, one or the other (laughs) They both have the same phone number (laughs) Yeah, uh uh-huh Yeah, he calls them up, they're back at home And he's telling them, like, hey, I need you to meet me at your casino in 20 minutes And I need you to gas up a jet to Spokane, Washington And they're like, okay, yeah, anything for Dougie Yeah, of course, Dougie, anything for you Yeah, we're gassing up the jet right now (laughs) And, like, the Twin Peaks music is playing, I think, at this point Yeah (laughs) Yeah Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Come on, girls, we're going for a plane ride. <laughs> Headed to Spokane. <laughs> and they're like, Yay. Hey. <laughs> oh, I love when we go on a plane ride. Yeah. Uh, Dougie gives Bushnell just a firm, hearty handshake and just tells him that he's, he's a man of, like, the most upright character. He'll not soon forget his, you know, kindness and generosity.
1: And um, he's like, I'm
3: your boss, so I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do, if- yeah, glazed over it just because this scene moves fast, but... Like, when he first woke up, Bushnell told him, oh, yeah, the FBI is looking for you. He goes, That's perfect. Great. Yeah, great. He's like, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> I think a guy named Gordon Cole, Gordon Cole is going to call here looking for me. When he does, read him this message I wrote. Yeah. And then he just walks out the door and Bushnell stops him. He goes, wait, but Dougie, what about the FBI? And the music swells dramatically as Cooper looks dead in the camera and goes, I am the FBI. <laughs> Pretty that's good. So, it's so and silly. that's the moment David stops edging you and finally lets you
2: release. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, David.
3: Thanks, David. Oh, like... <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a great moment. You know, popping off. Yeah. Uh, it is very funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is that the whole episode? I would believe it if that was the whole episode, but I feel yeah. like we have more to do.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, I. I, like the re- I had that same thought, but then I was like, wait, there hasn't been the, t- the rape talk that Luke talked about.
3: <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, I, well, listen, no, I don't know, this, maybe this is just a feel-good episode full of triumph, you know, we start with Richard Horn getting killed, Jerry's out of the woods finally, Cooper's awake, everything's good and perfect, Hutch and Chantal are defeated, everything's happy now, right? Right? Nothing bad's ever gonna happen again, Cooper's cruising down the highway... <laughs> Jane E. wants to fuck him right here on the road. Nothing ever bad happens to the Coopers. <laughs> <laughs> but then we cut back to Buckhorn, where Diane is, like, sitting at the bar smoking while the Twin Peaks theme continues. And she sees the text message, the smiley face, all for Mr. C. And the theme cuts out immediately. Yeah. And she, like, jolts. Yeah, like she got fucking shot. Yeah. And uh, she just kind of, like, stares at the text message for a moment. She's clearly, like, rattled by it. She's kind of trembling a little bit as she puts her phone in her purse. We see she's got, like, a revolver hidden in there. And uh, she just kind of, like, finishes her drink. The song that first played when uh, Mr. C showed up in episode one, like, the slowed down <laughs> the pop slow song.
2: American woman. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs>
3: Oh know, my wolf, who are am! <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, she is just kind of like muttering to herself, I remember, I remember. Uh, she texts what look like more coordinates to Mr. Sear. She says, I hope this works, so maybe she's doing some weird... I don't know what she's doing, honestly. Yeah, who knows? She's sending... <laughs> The, her credit card, the three numbers on the back, and her yeah, social too, and her social. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she kind of closes her eyes, gets up, and the theme- that music just keeps pounding as she walks like to the elevator, and then like out towards the door to the FBI hotel room. And before she even knocks, Cole just tells her to come on in. Yeah. It's presumably because he can hear the extremely loud music she brought with her. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Diane's theme. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, Wait yeah. a minute. Um, that's uh, Diane's music. <laughs> yeah. But uh Diane comes in and sits down and says, you know, you asked me about that night that Cooper came to visit me. And I'm, I'm ready to tell you about it now. And Albert pours her a drink. She's clearly just upset. You know, she's putting her stuff out on the, uh, like, little end table next to her and keeps, like, staring at the text message now and then. And she gives us the story. And, you know, I think the bulk of it is stuff we could, you know, pretty much surmise already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, three or four years ago, or three or four years after Cooper first disappeared, he just showed up at her door and just let himself in. Uh, That's where the title of the episode comes from. No knock, no doorbell. And she was really excited to see him. You know, she hugged him and they were talking. But the more they talked, the more she felt like something was off.
1: Yeah, it felt like it was an interrogation.
3: Yeah. And um, she's getting more and more upset the more she goes into this. And uh, she starts to feel afraid. And she can tell that he sees the fear in her eyes. And he smiles at her and like... When she's describing that is when she just starts, like, full-on breaking down, crying. Yeah. And then she just says, he raped me, over and over, and they're all, like, Cole is just kind of, like, mouth agape at this. Yeah. And, um, it's it's some really good acting from Laura Dern. Yeah. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm going through it quick, in part, because, you know, hey, it's a rough scene, and I don't necessarily want to spend a ton of time describing it, but... Don't have it, a lot to add to it, frankly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's some really good stuff. I like that they don't, like... It's not like she's getting into, like, the...
1: Like, the gritty details? The gritty details.
3: Yeah. Yeah. She's not describing the physical details of him attacking her. She's describing, like, the emotions between them. And yeah. that's, like, what is haunting her about it. Yeah. yeah. More um, than, like, the physical violence of it.
2: And also, uh, I need to point out that, like, in the, in the part leading up to this... They, we look at her purse, and she has a gun in there. Yeah, uh, yeah, and she's got, like, a revolver of, in there. Part of the tension of the scene is that she keeps opening her purse and slowly grabbing various items out of it. Yeah. Uh, to be like, oh, my God, is she gonna... Well, is she gonna murder Gordon Cole? Probably. Uh right. Not yet. Nope. So, it it's really good.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um. And uh, she also mentions that, like, when he first showed up, they kissed, and it had only happened... One other time before, so there was like some romantic tension between her and Cooper in the past. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I, I guess you could glean from that shitty firewalk with me deleted scene. But I hate that scene, so no, no, uh, yeah. Well, it's not. In the, is, it's
2: not in the in the movie, so right, yeah.
3: right. So it doesn't happen.
1: Uh, yeah, there is a. Laura Dern starring movie called *The Tale* from around the time that they probably filmed this. huh. That is also about like a woman dealing with memories of a rape. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn, Laura Dern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, her, bringing it. Yeah, she is. Like, just like I'm, like I can only imagine how much like emotion that put you through. Right. To yeah, like, I, uh, go ahead. You know, I mean, just to act as like. And, like, have to do
3: these kind of scenes again and again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if I love it as a movie, like, as a whole package, but as an acting, uh, like, showcase for Laura Dern, Inland Empire, also really good for that. Because she's playing, like, multiple characters that have lots of different versions of this kind of monologue. And, like, she just kills it every time, you know?
1: She's just good at, she, Lord Derren is good at acting.
3: <laughs> A controversial take from Totally Reprise.
2: I can't believe this. <laughs> can't believe you said this.
0: <clears throat>
3: but, um, one, you know, she kind of calms down slightly after, you know, she says he raped me. And then she, like, looks at the text message again and seems to start remembering more that after that he took her somewhere like, some kind of old gas station. And then she yeah. just starts saying, Yeah, uh-huh. yeah," And she starts saying just over and over, I'm in the sheriff's station. I'm in the sheriff's station. I'm not me. Yeah. And then she finally pulls out the gun, and Tammy and Albert both shoot her. Yep.
1: And then, uh...
3: She reacts to that in an extremely normal way. Yeah, she just kind of, like... Her, like, body, like, it all happens in a blink of an eye, but, like, it expands to fill the whole frame, and then it's just gone. Well, she rubber bands into the other table. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Whoop! And, uh, Tammy, frankly, seems not that distressed about any of this. She's more like, oh, that was sick as hell, bro. <laughs> she, I knew huh. this shit was real.
1: Yeah, she's like, huh, I guess they do exist.
3: Wow, that was a real tulpa, you guys!
1: Yeah. Uh, I, you know, read Molly's uh, tweets that always she always does after watching the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Molly, do you want to say what you were going <laughs> to...
2: Oh, I said I thought this wasn't the real Diane since, like, episode 11, but I have not talked about it. That's fair. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, like... It was specifically like, I wonder if anyone would believe me if I said that I thought this. <laughs> well, because last time I tweeted something like that, Luke said he didn't believe me.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> I forget what I said that about. But. I, I forget what too. But you were like, no, I don't believe
1: you. So, fuck
2: I, you. Uh, I think what
3: I what I wrote back was just no with a heart emoji. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> uh, I would like to say that uh, same for this one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh
3: yeah. They. Yeah.
1: I know. Uh, the no with a heart emoji to Molly. Oh no! Oh.
3: I probably I, I you. Know, fuck I, you. I, I can, I <laughs> can keep... see thinking there's something weird and off about Diane I mean, yeah. l- like we talked about it Like She's seeing the Lodge spirits when other people can't And Yeah,
2: other people can't see it. I don't think Tammy ever saw that Lodge spirit uh, And no. then they keep framing her really obviously against red backgrounds Right Like, Especially, the, uh, it's really blatant with this last one When she's going up the elevator Like, mm. it's not red, but it's close enough And it's like, dude, seriously <laughs> Right, right. Um and then she the Let's Rock thing, I know I said it was just kind of like haha funny callback at the time, but it makes more yeah. sense when you think of it in this context. Right. Uh, no, something and this is this could not be the same Diane that's listening to Cooper's messages, right? Like this just I just don't. Well, seems but seems wrong. She has the same memories as that Diane. She remembers listening to Cooper's messages. I guess. I don't know what she remembers. She's a fake lady. I mean, yeah, I I don't know Like, to me, like There's just we, something we, off about the vibe Or, or I would say The same, that lady Who listened to those messages Is yeah. not the same one who works with Mr. C Is what I said to you Yeah, yeah, yeah So, if she is the one, cause I, I think I'm right I think she, this This Diane gave Mr. C The air quotes right coordinates Yeah,
3: I think you're right about that too I, I'm inclined so, to agree about like, that I don't think uh, that's the same person who
2: you know goes along with all that stuff.
0: Uh, I
3: yeah. I kind of agree. I feel like what's we'll, have, we'll we will talk more about tulpas in a, you know when we wrap up here in a couple weeks. But like, I think part of it is yeah, she's not the same person because she's that person didn't undergo the trauma this one has. You know what I mean? Like it's in part like a metaphor about what she's had to go through in the time since then i guess but he did the evil thing first and then put her in the lodge so no, sure of course i'm saying i think in part the tulpa thing is being used as a metaphor for like being like you know disjointed or like displaced from yourself because of trauma all right well we'll have to
2: see more about this because yeah. we will that because that is not clear at this point
3: no and yeah. Like, on a literal level, yes. Also, she's a homunculus Mr. C made out of a little gold bead. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: and, yeah, like, what I would say is, like, for the. At least, in my opinion of, like, how it's presented right now, I don't think that it is doing a good job of mm-hmm. that, like, kind of using the Tulpa as a metaphor for mm-hmm. post trauma. Right. Uh, and also. I I want to say like I totally believe that you did think that Molly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Whatever, fuck you. <laughs> uh,
1: but I I just did not because I think that everything in the show has been kind of off this season already.
3: Sure, there's some off energy in a lot of places that I get what you're saying.
1: So I'm like yeah, sure, like uh, yeah, I guess Diane is did this and I, I guess she's evil <laughs> the entire right. time. Sure. Right.
2: Well, I just I I I don't believe. Uh, I'm not to say that like Cooper is the the best judge of character in history or whatever, right? Like, oh obviously no, totally. Yeah. Obviously, that is not true. I don't think he would trust her the same way if you know that was the case, right?
3: But at yeah. the same time, this episode almost implies like he's an she's idiot. She's helping and... Mr. C not of her own free will, you know?
2: Oh yes, I mean yes, because she's a homunculus lady. That's the right. <laughs> That's not the same thing. It's <laughs> yeah. not the same thing.
3: No, I know, I know.
1: Uh yeah I I think that like if I look at like the characters of like oh of course like the Diane that we hear about and like that Cooper talks to in like the first two seasons wouldn't do right. this yeah uh but also I have already talked about the various moments of this season that I think are not as well written as those first two seasons sure sure, sure. So I'm just like yeah might as well. yeah sure <laughs> yeah
2: well the other well, thing I'll, the other thing I'll say good you don't talk this much about. Tulpas. If somebody besides Cooper has or doesn't have a tulpa, right? Like you, right? You because Diane the-
3: also much more clearly like mirrors the the story about tulpas that Albert told last yes. time. And also,
2: yeah. Diane's not in the room for that story.
3: Right. Right.
2: So, yeah.
0: yeah. No, that uh, makes sense.
2: And then, oh god, what was the other thing I was going to say? Um, fuck, I forgot. It was something about it's something else about Diane. Mm. but, uh, what were you gonna say, Luke?
3: Oh, I was gonna say, like, even the introduction of, like, oh, they didn't maybe act on it at all, but there was, like, kind of a, uh, romantic thing between Cooper and Diane, to the point where, like, hey, they kissed at least once before, uh, that feels like, I don't get that vibe at all from the old show. Like, Cooper talks a lot about, oh, yes, I know the pains of a broken heart, I loved somebody once, and, like, Diane is just never even... Part of that same train of thought you know what I mean Oh yeah yeah absolutely Yeah,
1: Like I, it, like p- p- Part of the reason why Anna at the end is so doomed is that Like oh finally Cooper is like reconnecting With someone in a romantic way Right yeah. whereas
3: if he had like A will they won't they thing going on with the lady He talks to through his tape recorder that wouldn't Have the same energy to it
1: Yeah and obviously the, the Romance between him and Sheriff Truman must Remain only in our heads Well sure yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> the truest
3: romance
2: yeah um yeah if i if i think of the other thing there was a second thing i was going to say about it uh i will i will come back to it but it was something okay. yeah i yeah. i can't remember but uh yeah yeah
3: uh, at the silver mustang casino they meet up with the mitchums and like all right Dougie, oh, we got oh, the oh
2: sorry i i just no, figured it out there is no fucking way uh, that Diane being related to Janie E is a coincidence, while Janie E is married to Dougie.
3: Yes, right. That is true. Yeah,
2: that's that's the other half of it. At uh, the point,
3: yeah. What at, I'll say about that, um, yes. Diane says that Janie E is her half sister. Yes, her half sister. Yes, and this Diane was made by Mister Cooper. You could make, You could argue that the implication is that Janie E is also a tulpa. Well, that's not what I was thinking at all, but... Well, but that's what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> okay. I guess you could make that... Impl- yeah, uh, I guess so. I, I guess I would believe... That Mr. Yeah, C then... basically
3: made this whole weird fucking Erzatz life to, like, slip Cooper into and then kill him inside yeah. of. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: It would be quite the way to go if all of the interesting women characters in this are told. <laughs> well...
2: I don't think that's the case, but...
3: Uh, we'll have this conversation more later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I guess the last thing I'll say in regards to that for now, um, and anything like this, it's always hard to know, like, ah, oh, was this a deliberate illusion, or is this people just making connections that aren't there? Um, Sonny Jim is the name of the son of two of the characters in, um... What's it called? Who's afraid of Virginia wolf where the like where the punchline of that is he doesn't exist. They're a weird, bitter old like like middle-aged, middle aged uh, middle married couple that talk about their son Sonny Jim that they love a bunch. and then, like at the like climax of that story, the husband gets mad enough at his wife that he starts to oh, yeah, we really did love that kid until he fucking died. and like the whole time Sonny Jim has been like a fiction that they've been stringing along like the audience and the other characters about so. In all three cases of the fucking Jones family, all three, and Sonny Jim also blinks backwards. Like, yeah. all of them are fucking weird in some way, or have, like, a connection to something weird, so who yeah. knows?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just kind of figured that Sonny Jim's thing was that he's Dougie's kid, and that's why he's a weird backwards. Right, that would also why weird it, so, yeah,
3: there, there's, it, it's not a definitive thing.
2: Yeah. Although you said we've had the, we'll have this conversation, so now I kind of think it's a d- thing, so.
3: Uh, it's not a definitive thing. All right. It is a reading. We it, it it's a conversation we can have. Okay. <laughs> uh, at the Silver Mustang Casino, Dougie is like, "Oh, great! You got the jet gassed up. We ready to go?" And Janie e is immediately he's like, like wait, "Wait,
1: wait, wait a minute! Hold what the on fuck You <laughs> mean the
0: jet?"
3: <laughs> wait, where where are we going, Dougie? And he has to pull his family aside, and he like sits down with them on the casino floor, and just he's like, "I've got to go away for a little bit, but I'm gonna be back."
1: Yeah, uh, and then and then Jane E is like, "Wait a minute! You've been making too many decisions on your own. You're not Dougie. Yeah, like, <laughs> That's not Dougie." Listen,
3: Dougie. I mean, I will see you again soon. And she's like, "Wait a second! You're not Dougie." Yeah. And Sonny just like, "Wait, no, no! You're my dad. You're my dad. Yeah, I'm your dad, Sonny Jim. Let's all hug it out. He is your dad.
2: He's your dad. I feel like this much is indisputable. Yeah. He's not uh, the stepfather." <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, and it's very like Cooper's not getting emotional here, but like again, a family like this is what he has said, like is what he wants deep down, and he's got to be like, well, I've got to say goodbye to you because this is fake bullshit. Yeah, I'm not really Dougie Jones, and I got to go do FBI stuff now. Yeah,
2: I got I got to go finish the job I was supposed to do.
3: Yeah, and it's just, do you think that like the Black Lodge,
1: you know, Dougie that is cooking up right now. He's just coming back and just
3: ruined this entire perfect life. <laughs> um, Yeah, and it's just, again, we get the early bit where, like, every threat to Cooper gets neutralized. He finally comes back. It's triumphant. And then we immediately go, right, remember another version of Cooper, Uh, you know, is a rapist, and now this one has to, like, leave this life, and, like, you know, we gotta sit with all the fucking, like, Bad shit that's happening as a result of us getting what we want, you know?
2: Yeah, he has to yeah. abandon his wife and child.
3: Yeah. You abandon a child. You're hiding.
2: <laughs> he, uh, he was not hiding this child.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, it's just, if anything, the child was hiding his dad.
2: <laughs> uh, we did skip over the part uh, where... She goes back, or uh, Diane goes back to the lodge, and,
3: oh, yeah. Mike, and Mike says, someone manufactured you. And she's like, I know, fuck you. <laughs> it's really funny. And then, funny. yeah, she gets another, much like Dougie did, just the weird video effects as she gets broken down into yeah. a seed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I watched this, uh like, YouTube channel of people who do, like, visual effects work.
3: Yes, I've also seen this video.
1: Yeah, and so they, they did... One for the an original Dougie one, which I probably brought up when that episode we yeah. covered it. Uh, but they just did a another one based on uh, that looked at the uh, nuclear explosion from episode eight. Oh yeah, and this and like very highly praised it of like this is the best like you know version of a nuclear explosion that we've seen on like in film, right? And they, they had kind of said on that first one that, like, "Oh, these aren't really good effects." Yeah, yeah." Uh, and are kind of laughable. and then like with this one, they were like going back like, "Well, oh, we talked about this earlier, we kind of like didn't get the full context of this. Sure. That's and that, Like, this is intentional, and right. For what he is intending to do, this is like perfect. Right. Uh, because I, I was just thinking about that because, one, it just came out, and two, uh,
3: these effects look, like, even less good. You can see, like, the seams where they're clicking and dragging her shoulders to make them undulate. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's great, though. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. The only thing I might say critical of it is that it is great, but it's it's also pretty funny, and I don't know if that's the right tonal swing after her, like, emotional monologue, yeah. But, in and of itself, I love it.
2: Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I think whatever. I don't know.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, after abandoning his family, Cooper climbs into the limo with the Mitchum brothers and the showgirls. He's got himself his first cup of coffee as himself in 25 years.
1: Yeah, and I, I like, yeah, like the, the Mitchum brother I don't know, remember, like, yeah. is like the one from Prison Break. Uh-huh. <laughs> tea T-back from uh, Prison Break. Yeah. Uh, is like, wait, let me get this straight. And Jim Belushi's like, no, nah, I need my Bloody Mary.
3: Come on. Yeah, it, hang like- on. I need, first, Bloody Mary. Hold what's no, going on? No, let me on? get this Bloody Mary situation settled, because I got to hear this, too. I'm not following this. <laughs> I just love that, like, off-screen Cooper just told them the entire, like, yeah, can- <laughs> plot synopsis of L of Twin Peaks until now. They're like, hey, Ducky, what's going on? It's like,
1: well, you know, uh, in the 90s, a woman named Laura Palmer was killed. And-
0: uh-huh. <laughs>
3: Okay, so let me get this straight. You're you're not an insurance salesman. You are an FBI agent who's been missing for twenty five years, and now you need us to get you to a town called Twin Peaks. It's like, Specifically, yeah, the it. sheriff's station.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's just like, I need you to know that we are not, you know, that you are our friend, but we have not necessarily gotten along with people of uh, your kind or. <laughs> We're not really welcome
3: in such establishments. (laughs) Or with previous company stated. (laughs) No, I understand fully, but that's boys, that's all about to change, because I can personally attest that you two have hearts of gold. Like, oh yeah, that that gets around the law, I forgot. Uh (laughs) And then Candy gets in like, they do, they really do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're I just imagine that they're like, oh, shit, this whole Dougie thing is way, went way better than we thought, because now we're going to get the okay from the FBI. <laughs> yeah, to keep doing yeah. what we're doing. Because uh-huh. we 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 haven't shown it on screen, but they're definitely doing illegal shit. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Well,
2: yeah, they own a casino in Las Vegas, of course.
3: Uh-huh. uh I love that during this conversation, like... Uh, Jim Belushi reaches over and, like, puts his hand on Rodney's shoulder and, like, kind of, like, you know, slaps him. And Rodney's, like, annoyed by it. Like, they just do a little bit of brother slap fighting while Cooper's talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but meanwhile, it's night at the Roadhouse. And, uh, the MC is proud to welcome Edward Lewis Severson. Edward Vedder? Eddie Vedder himself Eddie, of Eddie Pearl Vetter? Jam. On my screen? On your screen,
2: right at home. The second he starts singing, I was like, wait a fucking minute.
3: <laughs> yeah. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, so we got Eddie Vedder performing under his, like, legal name and not his stage name, but also. So weird. It's not his voice because, well, it is his voice, but, you know, it's yeah. not a live performance. know, right. right. I know Bond. Th- this whole scene is fucking I know Bonda shit.
2: <laughs> I mean,
3: the Roadhouse in general has just been that. I feel like this is the, like, punctuation mark at the end of it, though. You think so? I think so. Uh, with how this ends?
2: Oh, with Audrey? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. No, I'm just talking about the scene with Mr. Edward Vetter. No, you sure, are... I mean, they, they're part of the same scene. Yeah, but he's, like, done when they
3: come in. No, no, I know. I'm just saying it's all one sequence. Sure. Yes, yeah, it, all, uh, it all does happen at the roadhouse. Yeah, Uh, he's singing a song about aging. Yeah. out of sand. And, uh, yeah, it's a good song. You know, it's just him with an acoustic guitar, so it's it's simple, but it's good. The Roadhouse is proud to present the Pearl Jams. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, as he's wrapping up, uh, Audrey and Charlie come in. They finally made it to the Roadhouse after all that. And
1: he's, like, immediately, like, Charlie's immediately like, ah, two martinis.
3: <laughs> yeah, get us two martinis, please. And uh, he tries to toast to them, but Audrey says, no, to Billy. <laughs> <laughs> she hates this man.
1: She's like, remember, like, earlier this today? And by that, I mean
3: five episodes ago. Yeah, remember either 20 minutes, two hours, or 17 weeks ago when I strangled you? Yeah, who knows when that was, but yeah. it was tonight. Yeah. Um, and uh, as she toasts to Billy, the MC comes back up and says, ladies and gentlemen, Audrey's dance. Well, I guess I, I'm dancing now.
1: I, I popped hard with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: the rock. entire crowd clears the dance floor. There's just a few like ominous tones for a bit. And then the slinky jazz music from the original show that Audrey always does her shitty little dance to starts playing.
2: And she's like, well. I have no choice but to do my shitty little dance. And, like,
3: she looks confused and afraid until the music actually starts, and then she's just immediately lost in it. Yeah, she's going. And she just gets up and just kind of grooves to the middle of the dance floor and starts doing her dance.
1: Uh, Would this scene uh, still have this kind of creepy atmosphere she did the entire dance from Napoleon Dynamite?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Probably. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this, it goes on for a while, and I'm not complaining about that. I'll watch this for as long as you let yeah. me. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, but, eventually, I also, <laughs> the crowd is just, like, gently swaying just outside of the spotlight. Yeah. They're digging it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, a man and a woman are, like, arm in arm, digging it a little too hard. Uh, and the woman's wife Storms across the room To punch the dude out Cause that's his wife, goddammit Yeah Uh, and, se- second uh, time
2: tonight, my god
3: Yeah, and then just So some... many infidelity fights in this fucking bar
2: <laughs> And then yeah, was... there's just
3: kind of a general sense of panic And Audrey runs back to Charlie And like grabs him by the lapels and says Get me out of here And then it smash cuts to her With no makeup on In a bright white room staring into a mirror Yep. she's
1: looking into her makeup mirror. She has to put her makeup on now. Uh huh.
3: And she just goes, "What?" And then it cuts back to the roadhouse <laughs> while the band plays backwards over yeah. credits. Rules. It's yeah, it's good. <sighs> Fucking great.
2: Um, well, I was gonna say, uh, I appreciate. I was I was telling. Um, I was telling somebody yesterday after I watched the episode, appreciate that the roadhouse truly makes you realize that even in Twin Peaks, even the characters off screen. They're all cheating with each other.
3: Every character's and all, cheating with every other character. And yes. they all remember that from the 90s. Uh-huh. So yeah. nothing's changed, really. That's the most important part about Twin Peaks. Yeah. Uh, what do we think's up with Audrey?
2: I don't know, man. She could have got lodged, for all I know. Yeah. yeah.
1: Probably, you know, Dale Cooper definitely did, uh, you know, Evil Coop did something to her. Yeah, I was going is- to say,
2: since she also was sexually assaulted, obviously, that, well... right. Who knows what my, that
3: means? My read at the time, and I'm not confirming or denying whether like the next two episodes say anything about it, was that she's still in that coma.
2: Oh, could be, I guess. Yeah. And I, just I can never see that. woke up. Yeah, but that's a boring option.
3: Um I get, <laughs> <sighs> Boy, it's we're like right at the end, so I keep going like, oh, this is stuff we could talk about, but am I priming you, you too much to read the next two episodes in a certain way? I'm not spoiling them, but am I like uh, should I just shut up until then? <laughs> At this point, probably. Probably I should just shut up for two weeks.
2: I just, I just think it's boring if she's still in a coma. That's all.
3: I just think you know we were asked last week, or maybe it was the week before, to ask you know we we are like the dreamer who dreams, but who is the dreamer?
2: Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Well, <laughs> might have to, but you know. Uh
0: huh.
3: I, I have I have several thoughts, but yeah, I should probably just shut up about them for a couple I more weeks. I have to,
2: look, I have to watch the thing before I care. I'm not saying I don't care about the idea. I'm saying no, that sure. until I have to, until I am at a point where I can interpret it myself.
3: Absolutely. It and does like, not listen, matter. I, I get it in the sense of, like, if I tell you, oh, my theory is actually this character fell into a coma in episode one and the whole thing is a dream. Like, yes, that's stupid. Yes, the that's stupid That's, like, the, the most cliche, like, hack article to write about anything. Yeah. Uh, I think if that is how you read it, though, there's more, there, there, you know. There's there's going to be enough for that to be a possibility. David Lynch sure. perhaps likes talking about dreams and likes making oh, movies he sure about does. dreams. That's
2: pretty much all he likes. Yeah. But sure, whatever, man. We'll talk about it in a couple weeks. Yeah. Do
1: you guys want questions? Yeah. I do. We got ca- we got questions. Uh, From at TurtleAnt. What's the longest you've ever slept? And longest you've been awake?
3: <sighs> longest I've ever been awake. Probably like 30 ish hours, I want to say.
1: Yeah, I think, oh yeah, like around two days and change is probably the longest I've been awake. Jesus. Mm. Uh, yeah, listen, something's happened. <laughs> All right. Uh, and the longest I probably slept was after I got out of uh, top surgery. I think I slept for like eighteen hours or so.
2: Yeah, got to do a lot of healing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, I think I woke up like during different parts during that.
3: Right, but sure? like not enough that you can say you really woke up.
1: Yeah, and like I have no memory of them. I just like people go like, "Oh yeah, you said something to me." I'm like, D- "I guess I did."
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've definitely I've pulled an all nighter and then stayed up till like midday. That's probably the longest I've ever gone. Um longest I've ever slept. I don't know if I if I know offhand. I uh
2: longest I've ever slept, it's probably something like fourteen hours I would guess.
3: Yeah, I I wanna say like 12, 14, somewhere in that range.
2: But like that that's just like a really sleepy weekend for me. <laughs> sure <laughs> Left to my own devices I will sleep a long time
3: Yeah I get stiff And that wakes me up
2: Yeah I That's happening uh, More as you know uh sure. Time goes on Yeah Like I woke up I know I woke up At least once last night
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, Because my arm hurt Because of the position I was in Yeah But like realistically I slept like 12 hours Last night Because I'm sick
3: What I hate Like I had this today Where like I woke up at like 7am today Despite going to bed At like 1.30 uh, and I was exhausted, but I'm I'm up, and then by, like, noon or one, I was like, well, now, even though I was, I couldn't fall asleep at seven, but now I can go take a silly little nap for an hour and a half, and it's fine. Yeah. Like, God damn it.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I've stayed up for, like, like Luke said, probably, maybe 30 hours, maybe. Yeah. Alright,
0: uh.
1: From Modrin1983, if you woke up from a coma of indeterminate length, what would be the first thing you say? Mm. I mean, I gotta go with the classic of, what year is it?
0: Sure. <laughs> That's important.
2: Uh, realistically, it's probably something like, what the fuck? But... Yeah. Uh,
1: realistically, it's probably something like... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that too. Just just a very, uh, where am I? type, type deal. Because... Right. Probably the hospital, and that's not where I started my coma. I have to assume. Yeah. Like, comas are weird.
3: Yeah, it'd be. I wouldn't like to find out that I've woken up from a years long coma. No, wouldn't be possible, a I don't year think. long coma! No, thanks. No. What if you found out that you woke up from like a day long coma? I'd be less like existentially distressed by that, but it still wouldn't be my preference. Would that even be called a coma at that point? I think so. It's a long sleep.
1: <laughs> a coma is like a, a medical definition, I believe. Yeah, yeah like your I'm,
2: brain's I'm in sure a different a state
3: when you're, when you're comatose.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, just seems like 24 hours barely even counts, you know? <laughs> seems
3: like a real suck-ass coma, if you ask me.
1: <laughs> Get
2: better seems at coma, like just, idiot. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just seems like a lot of sleeping and not, not a very uh, interesting coma to have.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then from uh, Combat Butler Rick uh, V, Cooper is the FBI. What would you be upon waking up from a coma?
3: Oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am the podcast. Yeah,
2: I am the podcast.
1: <laughs> I'm all the Jedi, and <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you're
2: all the Sith. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything that good for this because you know he obviously he has the line. He's a yeah. TV show guy. I'm not a TV show guy.
3: Yeah, yeah. I don't. You know, I don't have as cool a job as fictional FBI agent. I wish yeah. I did.
1: I, 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 am the Night Watch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am the Bookhouse Boys.
3: Yeah. It's a shame the Bookhouse Boys are dead. Man, well, Harry's, you know, not quite dead yet. No, they're Hawks dead.
1: alive.
2: Right, but these, they're not doing the book house boys.
1: Yeah, they're not book housing it up.
3: They're not book housing it up. That's they're true. They're not book housing. Zero maybe there's other houses. boys out there doing the book housing. You know, a younger oh, generation. You think, you think they've passed the torch. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah.
2: I think they failed at uh, keeping the darkness out from the forest, so... You know, no reason maybe. for the
3: bookhouse boys anymore, because they fucking lost. yeah. I don't know maybe that one curly-haired dude with the ponytail that hangs out with James for some indescribable reason is uh, still bookhouse in it. He oh, maybe be the last bookhouse boy.
2: <laughs> Fre- they can make Freddy the new bookhouse boys.
3: Freddy would be a great bookhouse
2: boy. Truly the fireman is the original bookhouse boy. That's true. That's true. Yeah. We've we've now got a cosmic bookhouse boy. Yeah, now now we know he is the cosmic bookhouse boy.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, su- how much must the Bookhouse Boys suck that the firemen never uh, tried to recruit them for any deeds? Do you think,
2: do you think that's why Harry founded the Bookhouse Boys? Because the firemen told him to? And he just forgot that's to say that part?
3: That's he was so like, well, How tall
2: was this giant? Yeah, how tall was this giant? I've met one. Because he had seen them before. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See? It's all come together.
1: <laughs> this is the new theory I believe in.
2: Yeah. <laughs> David, I'm on to you. It's canon. Uh, well, that doesn't answer the question, but it is where I'm leaving it. Yes. <laughs>
1: Uh, that's it for questions.
3: Alright. Alright, Luke, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows I do on AudioEntropy.com. Mainly, on Become Your Best Self. It's an actual play RPG podcast. That's not podcast. the name of the podcast. I do it every fucking week now. I don't know what's your... Pro- what is your problem now? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Continue uh, the podcast. Blogger- like, going, too. Like, I wasn't... I didn't have any pauses. Didn't have any, like ums or us i i was i was ready to let it rip like a beyblade you were on it you can find me on twitter at ssj speed racer you can find other shows that i do on AudioEntropy.com mainly these days idle on playtest the actual play rpg podcast that igm in order to playtest idle on become your best self the rpg me and molly have written together uh, it's two different campaigns releasing on alternating weeks idle on disco and idle on ska which are both getting real silly yeah they're both getting real silly I mean, it'll be a few weeks before this The silliness I'm thinking of is released to the public But, oh boy
2: (laughs) Oh, the one you're, okay, yeah Yeah, you haven't heard the disco silliness I don't think I know the silliness I would not describe anything we've done on Saha as uh, quite that silly Uh, I would say the last episode was a bit silly It did get a little bit silly But I, I don't think I would, you know I think Fang's a bit of a silly character He is a bit of a silly guy He is a little bit of a weirdo A freak, he wears this hat
3: <laughs> it's like a ska hat. Uh, no, uh, Fang is the goth that they've befriended. Yeah, Fang is a goth we uh, befriended. Okay.
2: To to learn more, listen to Idol and Scott. <laughs> episode 4, which is a Fang centric episode, will be up on the Patreon <laughs> when you hear this.
3: <laughs> Though the real Fang lore really gets going in Scott yeah, 5.
2: Th- yeah, it really gets going. But, but it is there in 4. Yeah, anyway, yeah. this is nothing bacon, to just... anybody. No, no, yes. no. Yes. Ashley.
1: Uh, you can find me at, at Yuri Brand with an underscore on Twitter and letterbox and a dash on Tumblr. And oh, Google damn. Fuzz.
3: Changing it up. I, I figured. <laughs> M- making the letterbox part of it officially.
1: You can also find me at uh, co host uh, slash Yuri. And, uh,
3: <laughs> You're just proud you got that co host
1: handle. <laughs> I really am. These are uh, the benefits
2: <laughs> of being friends with family.
1: <laughs> yeah. <sighs> uh, you can also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. You Give actually fucking your fucking
2: money. money. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. You're from my life, Y-E-R. Uh, same thing with co-hosts. You can find me on www.tripp.com, the best game.club We're going to record the episode on New Vegas. When you hear this episode, it'll be uh, close to out. It'll be out in the next few days um, about Fallout New Vegas. And then we're going to talk about the DLC uh, the month after that. Uh, worth listening to, I think. Yeah. I, got, I got stuff to say about Fallout New Vegas. Hell yeah. It's a video game. Sure is. First and yes. foremost. More um, than anything. Oh, I also played some Fallout 4. That's the other thing I did. <laughs> oh, great. This week. Um, that game's bad.
0: Uh-huh. But, yeah. like,
2: in a way that I was having fun, so... Sure, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, How bad is it, really? Um,
1: yeah, I, I I was talking on the, on the Twitter. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, like, that game is not good, but I had fun with it, so... Like, yeah, it right? is... <laughs>
2: um i i guess the thing for fallout 4 i am blown away by how bad the load times are in that game i have it on yeah. my yeah. ssd oh my god it still takes fucking forever to go in mm. and out of buildings and stuff it is nuts um that's that's all i have to say about fallout 4 what are we doing <laughs> that's that's all <laughs> um go to audioentry.com. hit the donate button in the upper hand corner give us a little bit of money for hosting for the website uh please uh, and leave us a good review everywhere you can. Uh, and uh, I'm gonna do it, or else I won't get better. I'll stay sick. So,
3: <laughs> also say you can find me on Co-host to Speed Racer. I'm probably not gonna ever remember to use it until Twitter becomes like untenable. Yeah, no, I'm, which maybe, might be I'm by the time you're listening to this, who could say? Who fucking knows, man? That thing's a <laughs> fire. Uh, I I uh, use my co-host regularly enough. I'm on there. Yeah, yeah.
2: I just I I missed it. There was a Tumblr shaped hole in my life.
3: If and when they ever make a co-host app, I will be on it way more. The
2: new mobile site is way better. You
3: should, yeah, you should look I, at it I mostly just, like, am going to forget to navigate to it, you know? Just leave it open on a tab on your phone. I guess, yeah. That's probably true. It's not that hard. I still post on a fucking forum that I don't even like. What am I yeah, saying? what are you saying? Yeah.
2: <laughs> what are you talking about?
3: Um. Okay, and I...
2: Th- uh, Luke, is there anything we need to know about the next episode?
3: I don't think so, but let me give the uh, wiki a quick skim. Um, yeah, because last time you were like, "No, not at all." Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, forgot about the the Diane scene. Whoops. Yeah, good scene. Anybody sure. talk about those Laura Dern? Yeah, I think people might have mentioned her once or twice. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, next time the episode is the past dictates the future. So true. Uh, I think there's like. There's technically some violence, but, like, so, like, not even close. But, like, close. Yeah. things
1: that we are accustomed to.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, mostly things you're accustomed to. Mostly things way tamer than what we're accustomed to, frankly. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm seeing anything too... I think we're fine. Okay. Uh, in that case,
2: Ashley, get us out of here.
1: Until next time. And for real this time, Damn Fine Podcast.
3: Damn Fine Podcast. Damn Fine Podcast.